everybody. Welcome back to another weekly pop. I'm Kevin Schwaller, a news editor here at The Vedette. And as always, I'm joined with Emma Sassick, the editor in chief at The Vedette. So, what did we do this weekend? We did a lot this weekend. Yeah. Mm. Every single weekend is just so much for us at I'm this very point. very tired. But of course, we still went to the movies as we always do. Clearly. <laughs> We're running out of options at this point. So, big major studios, please start releasing things. We had, we, <laughs> we really had to like figure out who we are as people this weekend and know what movie to watch and yeah. it's tough. We eventually decided on Amy Schumer's new comedy, I Feel Pretty, uh, starring, of course, Amy Schumer and, of course, the one and only Michelle Williams, Tom Hopper, A.D. Bryan, Naomi Campbell, a lot of other people. And we have a lot to say. <laughs> as as the great Frances McDormand says, I have a lot to say. We do, too. So as a lot of you should know. Uh, so the movie is about Amy Schumer's character is struggling with a lot of identity issues and self-confidence and then one day at a soul cycling class there's she falls off the bike and passes out and she wakes up feeling super confident and super sexy and And so when I when we saw this movie the entire time I was thinking, "Oh, this kind of reminds me of Shallow Hell where yeah. he like saw Gwyneth Paltrow's character as super skinny, but she's actually like she was a very big woman in the mm. movie." Is that kind of like what was meant well, by so, this movie? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, okay, so Amy Schumer did an interview during the press for this movie and said she doesn't see herself as skinny. She just sees herself like how she looks and is now just feels confident about it. Yeah. So there was a lot of confusion. I was confused because at one point, like when she wakes up from like falling and hitting her head, she looks at herself in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, like look at my abs, yeah. look how skinny my arms are, my legs, that kind of stuff. So I was just like, oh, it's, are we going to see her, what she thinks yeah. she looks like to herself? No, she's been saying that she doesn't wake up like feeling like skinny or looking sc- or thinking she's skinny. She just wakes up thinking she looks good. That could have been better. So yeah, they could have definitely, because... Yeah, I agree. Because a lot of people are super pissed about this movie because from the trailer alone, it looks like she wakes up, thinks she's skinny, and then feels better about herself. But in reality, I, the message wasn't really conveyed as well as it could have been. So that's why there's a mix of bad reviews, but also like people just boycotting the movie without even giving it a chance, which I think is stupid because yeah. if you're going to complain about a movie, if you're not going to see it, then you can't complain about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing with like, you know, listening to music or with talking about a politician or something. Like, you should actually know what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, and I feel do like. Do a little bit of your research right. first. And I don't think people have because, I mean, the movie still, I feel like it try, it misses the mark so many times. Yeah. Or it really does try for that hitting that mark. And then it, again, it just goes in a different direction. So the movie as it's, as itself is not that good. Yeah. But then people are pissed because it, they think it's about something that's not, which makes it even worse for some people. But they haven't seen it yet. Yeah. (laughs) Something that I liked (laughs) out of this movie, (laughs) quote-unquote, like, no. Something that I liked in this movie was she used her platform as, like, trying to have a voice for everyday women because Mm -hmm. she works in this beauty agency later on in the movie and a lot of makeup companies, when you see their commercials or when you go into boutique stores, whatever, you see these beautiful models pretty much Mm -hmm. trying to like wear the makeup and show you how to wear it and nobody feels confident around them. They're not going to willingly want to go up to them. So in that sense, I kind of like what they did with this movie in terms of like giving everyday women a voice. However... Amy Schumer's still a white, blonde, mm-hmm. thin woman. Yeah. So Well, another complaint was that, again, before people actually saw the movie, they were saying, well, Amy Schumer isn't fat. She's quote-unquote fat in Hollywood, Hollywood standards. Yeah. But if you're trying to make a relatable movie, then that's not going to hit it. Like because she looks woman. like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> 
So saying that though, like like you're right because Michelle Williams, who again is say I think she saves this movie as yeah, she does with oh, every yeah. movie. Everything. But uh, she is just oh my gosh. She, but she plays. I was about to start raving her, but yes. I haven't even described what she. <laughs> she plays the CEO of the makeup company, and she interviews Amy, and she's just very intrigued by her because again she doesn't look like the typical model wearing the nice makeup and coming in looking super sexy. Yeah, but she exudes so much confidence yes. like those women and as you expect those women to be confident. That Michelle wants to give her a chance. And then Naomi Campbell's character is like, no. But then Michelle Williams says, no, like, let's hear her out. No, let's hear her out. <laughs> oh my gosh, you should need to go see this movie just for Michelle's performance and her she, voice. <laughs> she's amazing. But yeah, throughout the entire movie, she's like really pushing Amy to help her with this new line of cosmetics that they're putting out for the everyday woman and you see her like talking with her grandmother who is a little bit more in line with just Amy's point of view rather than like Michelle's who is because Michelle like grew up like you know super rich you know she's obviously very attractive yeah. blonde skinny looks beautiful oh, gorgeous so you know she's missing the mark as well her character is because she can't relate to the common girl yeah and then so she has to kind of learn how to do that. And then so Amy and her kind of play off each other and that's other their characters do. And then I think that you're right, that was a really interesting part and it helped both of them, I think. Mm-hmm. But Amy already worked for the makeup line, but somewhere else, like in a basement somewhere. <laughs> so then she wants to be a... She wanted to be a receptionist. A receptionist, yes, yeah. that's the word. She wanted to be like the face of yes. this company. And, and then so that's why everyone was like, what? are what? you doing here? But then Michelle Williams was super into it because Michelle's woke. <laughs> yeah. And then her brother, yes, and then, who I think is still Tom Brady, looks exactly <laughs> like Tom Brady. His name is Tom. Is it? Tom Hopper. He was in Game of Thrones, actually. Oh, wow. What's her boyfriend's name? Oh, Rory Scoville. Ooh, mm, whatever. Mm. He's not Tom Hopper. But speaking of his her boyfriend, though, she does find love. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because she's, again, super confident, super outgoing. And he is just, like, so fascinated by her, just as, like, Michelle Williams is. And he's really into her because maybe a lot of women might not be that confident if they don't look that hot. I'm doing quotation marks throughout all of this right now. You just can't see me. (laughs) Yeah, he's super into her because at one point Amy says, like, as girls, you're so carefree. You don't care about, like, what you look like. Your gut is, like, sticking out, whatever. But as time goes along these different things from society just start to impact you. You think you're not good enough, but with her, she's, like, exuding so much confidence. She, like, gets up on stage and, like, from <laughs> so many people. Like, it's just absolutely crazy. And obviously, people love seeing that. They don't want... They want to see somebody that's... They want to see more people that do that. Yeah, they want yeah. to see someone who truly loves themselves despite any flaws, whatever it may be, because, I mean, we're all going to be not perfect. Right. Except that you're a weekly pop co-host now. <laughs> and Michelle Williams. And Michelle Williams. <laughs> this kind of goes back to how Kevin was explaining what Amy said in the interview, where she doesn't quote-unquote change like she doesn't look any different towards the end of the movie remember when she was meeting up with him at the restaurant and she was like you're not gonna be able to recognize me that still makes me think well did she that's that's why i mean we can't even talk about the movie without spoiling it because the movie again there's a lot of good attempts at messages and like important messages that should be in more movies and mainstream kind of things However, again, the movie itself is not that good. So saying that, the concept is interesting, but then apparently all it takes for her to realize that she actually has been this person this whole time is side-by-side pictures. Like you'd see in a Weight Watchers commercial. Yeah, her 
What? Because she had the what? two pictures up next to each other saying, this is who I was when I didn't feel good. This is who I was when I did feel good. And she's like, wait, I look exactly the same. And They're I'm like, like... Everyone's like, yeah, Amy. So we've been saying the entire movie. Yeah. And so, so I did spoil the movie. Sorry. But also, what'd you expect? Yeah. No. <laughs> at, at one point, she does kind of realize that like, oh my God, I lost the magic. She's like, I, I look like how I looked before. And I'm like, well, what? I will say, this is like the only time in, in Amy Schumer's career so far where I've actually seen her act versus just kind of play herself because I mean she wasn't playing like in Trainwreck she was essentially playing who she played on Inside Amy Schumer and then she had some movie that came out that no one saw not Snatched a different one I think it was like an actual drama but nobody watched it so this is the first one where I've actually like saw her do things and she wasn't that bad at it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, she's had her Inside Amy Schumer yeah. show years ago. I don't think it's still on the yeah. air, but on Comedy Central. So she's a funny comedian and all. It's just, like, ugh. yes, this movie missed the mark in so yeah. many different ways. Except Michelle Williams' character. Yes. She was just hilarious. But again, I will say, I think if you're going to hate on the movie but without seeing it, then you're not contributing much to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> there is a nice moment between her and Emily Jakowski, who's a stunning gorgeous model where they're like both in a locker room and emily's crying about lack of confidence in herself and amy's just like are you kidding me (laughs) she's like how many ribs do you she's like you the same amount of ribs yeah like she's just like (laughs) you are the spitting image of perfection like how are you how do you have these self-confidence issues and so it goes to show you that like we're all in this together like we all have things that we don't like about ourselves but that doesn't mean that you should hate those things it's about funny yourself. because we're talking about like all these like themes and messages and stuff but we still didn't like the movie that much yeah because <laughs> yeah, we have to keep reminding people that we didn't actually enjoy it but the themes are there like yeah. like we're saying but they're there but it doesn't just, work out that well yeah there were just so many parts of it where it was like to spread those messages it was just done in a shallow way mm-hmm. like shallow hell yeah. literally just like shallow hell i thought people would kind of fix it up since then and i mean it they did but it was still a lot yeah it was just a lot. It was a lot. But again, if you're going to talk crap, at least see the movie first. Yeah. Because I think the trailer definitely does not show you everything, which is good. Mm-hmm. But then it might imply the wrong message. So again, the reviews regardless aren't that good. But there have been like a lot of like think pieces and critiques and stuff. But the same people I see, people are replying, did you see the movie? And they say no. And then it's like, well, go see it first. Yeah. It did rank in into the third spot into box office this weekend at $16.2 million. A Quiet Place is still number one with 21, 22. Oh, wow. Point one million, <laughs> at, sitting strong on its ninety five percent, which has gone down. Oh yeah. But <laughs> and good to see Black Panther still on the top ten list. It'll probably keep staying in the top ten. Oh, list. absolutely. But yeah, no. So I mean. <laughs> It definitely has a decent message, and there's also a plug for Selena Gomez, so yeah, I was into is. it. <laughs> yes. The very beginning, I just got hit with a Selena Gomez little joke. And he I was, was ready to give this movie a five-star I did. Rating. I turned to her. I was like, well, this has five stars, and yeah. then the five stars kept going down. You're every like, Ugh. <laughs> Every time there was every Then minute. Michelle Williams would come on, and I'd be like, all right, go up a star, and then she'd be off screen again and be like, go down a star, and then half a star up, two stars down. It was a whole... <laughs> Michelle Williams can play any character amazingly, but the voice she had to use in this movie was something that not even Meryl Streep could do. So, Michelle Williams, I'm just waiting for the Oscar that she earns. About time. About time. (laughs) Switching gears to... Speaking of awards, uh, we have been 
kind of looking into early Emmy predictions like we do with the Oscars. We were going to do some early Emmy predictions like we do with the Oscars because the Emmy predictions aren't until July 12th and the Emmys aren't until September 17th. However, it's always good to stay on track with them and, you know, see what's going on, see who's going to probably be competing and all that stuff. And we haven't talked about TV in a while. No, so. it's been a long time. So we'll kind of start with some differences that people might notice this year in terms of Actually, Emmy noms. Actually, we're going to kind of go back real quickly. Michelle Williams's character in I Feel Pretty, her voice reminds me of what's her name from Will and Grace because Will and Grace is going to be nominated. Yes. Karen. Oh, Karen, it is Karen. Yes. The, the brown hair. Yes, exactly. Brunette. Yes. Sorry. Now now it's all full silver. We'll good to go. There we <laughs> go. Some differences you might notice this year is there's not going to be Veep. Yes. Because Julia Louis Dreyfus's show is kind of put on hold for now just because she is going through cancer treatment. So We'll wait for that comeback. Although there is no Big Little Lies, HBO is coming out with another limited series starring Amy Adams called Sharp Objects. It and they really, so good. <laughs> yes, they just released the trailer today. It's going to come out in yesterday. July. Yesterday. It did come out yesterday. Oh. It comes out in July, and it's by it's based on a book by the author of Gone Girl, and yeah. it's directed by the director of, of Big, Big Little, Little Lies. Lies and being produced by HBO and starring Amy Adams. So, so she's coming for that Emmy. About time, because they won't give her the Oscar. Nope. <laughs> and we'll also see Will and Grace in the running, hopefully because obviously that had a huge revival. Well, it had a Golden Globe and SAG Love. Yes. And then Roseanne will most likely be put yeah. into that mix too. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. No. But we'll definitely see Atlanta and the marvelous Miss Mabel. Mizell. Mizell. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know what that is. No, I don't care about it. <laughs> I cannot care about it. I can't wait to start it in two weeks now. Yeah. And then start raving about it. Oh my God. I would love for The Good Place to be nominated, but I feel like there's a lot of other things. I feel like Kimmy Schmidt and Glow, the the Netflix shows, would still trump it. However, Good Place does deserve one, but we'll see if it's gonna, if it can make its way up to higher rankings for Emmy noms. Does Modern Family still get Emmy noms? Yeah. I don't know why. It's well, no. I mean, like, good for them, and good for the fact that the show is a, a, apparently good enough to keep getting it twelve years later. Yeah. Because this is probably like I feel like it has to have some kind of a, award for record breaking. Like, because after like the third season of any show, it just they stops getting just award nominations. Modern Family's on season like nine or ten, eleven, twelve. I don't know. 13. And they're still getting nominations every day. <laughs> They, for some reason, were on Gold Derby and we're looking at just like some predictions they may have. They put Arrested Development on here because there's news of the fifth season coming out eventually. But I don't even know when that's supposed to happen. So that is a kind of a long shot here. <laughs> we'll switch into some lead comedy actress noms. Since Julia Louis-Dreyfus will not be competing this, this year. Is, yeah, this is it. Someone's going to end the tradition because Julia won't be nominated. It was six years in a row. Six years in a row. Winning. They're just going to give her an honorary they one. They probably will have to. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably make a joke about it. They'll pull some Moonlight, La La Land stuff. That's right. We'll definitely expect to see Alice and Janney nominated for Mom because after all the Oscar love and the other awards show love, they definitely want to keep it up because Mom is getting really good reviews still. And she's gotten so many Emmys for it already, yes. actually. And so we will definitely expect to see her being one of the front runners, as well as Tracy Ellis Ross, who's been nominated a couple times too, and also for the Golden Globe and for the SAG, and we love her, so I'm super excited about that. And also Alison Brie. It'll be the same thing with the Golden Globes and SAGs yet again. Like who, those are who were nominated in the past will be there this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. It's weird because the Emmy, the Golden Globes and the SAGs are in the beginning of the year, and then Emmys are in the September. Yeah. But they recycle in a weird way, so now you're gonna see the same exact things, except eight months later. It just seems like a world away when you think about all the award shows that happen in the beginning of the year. For the comedy actor 
year. Uh, we can definitely expect Donald Glover. I believe he won yeah. two Emmys already for Atlanta. Anthony Anderson for Blackish. William H. Macy always is nominated for Shameless. He you, he always wins the SAG Award. Yeah, he's good at winning the SAG. Yeah. They should be giving nominations to Emmy Rossum for Shameless, but we do live in a very sexist society. Yeah, <laughs> she literally is the lead of that show. But huh? <sighs> um, And then Larry David is always being nominated for Curb Your Enthusiasm. I feel like Larry David's just been nominated for everything, mm-hmm. and I can't think of a single thing he's been in that I've seen recently. Switching to drama, we will definitely see Game of Thrones is back in the running now because it missed the mark last year to make the deadline so now this past season will be competing this year so it's kind of a year like off which is weird but that's how they're going to be doing it now which means it'll still be nominated in like 2020 then because the next season doesn't come back till next year yeah but so game of thrones will has probably been missed enough for people to actually expect some nominations and some wins but the handmaid's tale is definitely the big one i think and it's such an amazing show and it comes back really soon and i'm so excited westworld just came back last night and i've yet to watch it but i'm really excited again (laughs) and so we'll definitely see game of thrones which i'm so excited about and Handmaid's Tale, and then also... Stranger Things is going to be up there yeah, for, for sure. second season. And of course, This Is Us, because that's been getting some Emmy love, too. Especially because Game of Thrones was out of the running last year, so The Handmaid's Tale and This Is Us really did just swipe their ways in. Definitely will see Stranger Things. And then also, again, Westworld, The Crown, The Americans, stuff we've kind of been seeing for the past... Mr. Robot will probably be into the mix as well, because yeah. Rami Malek has won a lead actor for a drama or Golden Globe, one uh, of those awards yeah. in the past. I think the drama actress category is going to be an interesting one when you think of like who might come out on top, because Elizabeth Moss had a great run winning Emmy last year and a Golden Globe for The Handmaid's Tale. Claire Foy has won previously for The Crown, and she won the SAG Award for The yeah. Crown. That was kind of like a oh yes. shocking moment when Elizabeth didn't win. But then you have Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld. And as Kevin said, that just came back last night. Mandy Moore for This Is Us. Like all really popular and strong shows at the time. Sorry, I'm just staring at the screen because Fanny Newton is in Supporting Actress. I'm so- oh, yeah, that's, she won for Golden Globe for Supporting, I think, mm-hmm. or was nominated before. In my opinion... Evan Rachel Wood and Penny Newton are equivalent in relevance on Westworld, so I was very confused because I know she was nominated before. Now I understand. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Going in a drama actor, Sterling K. Brown will definitely lead it again for This Is Us. Milo Venon, whatever from Heroes, will also <laughs> be nominated for This Is Us. <laughs> I could also see uh, Freddie Highmore for The Good Doctor, because he was nominated for a Golden Globe this past year. That's right. I forgot about that. Everyone forgot about that yeah. show. Yeah. And Jason Bateman, I think, because Ozark got a lot of love with some nominations. Is there another season? Of Ozark? Yeah. Yeah. Is it out? No. Oh, I was going to say it was This like, is still I... for the first season. Okay. I think he was, wasn't he nominated for a Golden Globe? Oh, you're Globe right. That's when, okay. Yeah, see, again, the year is way off. But then we'll probably see, like, Kit Harrington maybe make his way back in. Rami Malek previously has won in this category in one of the award shows, so... I want more female actresses. There we go. All right. I feel better now. Yes, yeah. and Dowd, she won last year for Supporting Actress. Yes. For an Emmy. She will definitely be nominated again for the new season. Mm-hmm. Thandie Newton, as I was saying, she's nominated, or she's going to be nominated, which... I'm surprised she's not in lead, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We will definitely see Millie Bobby Brown, even <sighs> though she doesn't speak on She doesn't Stranger really things. do anything. I need Steve and or Nancy I just don't, to get I don't. I just need anyone except for her. Yeah. They all do things. She just has nosebleeds. Her bitchin'. 
<laughs> That's all she does have. No, she said like to... twenty words the entire season. Yeah, I mean she's she's a good actress. I just don't understand the hype I, for yeah, her I just don't get on the, the hype show. Either. Yeah, and we'll definitely see Lena Headey for Game of Thrones again. I'm so excited because Kevin's favorite Cersei is absolute best character on the show. Do with that what you will. But mm-hmm. she's been nominated a couple times in the past, the past two three years, rightfully so. And this year she was on the Iron Throne and in charge of Westeros. So I'm sure her leading the country will keep her in the top four nominations. I love being. A ruler and earning my Emmy <laughs> noms through that. <laughs> and then Christy Metz will most likely round off the five nominees for this category for This Is Us, because again, she's been nominated so many times in the past, and everybody's crazy about it. Whatever. I still have yet to watch it. I yeah, yeah. I just have no desire to really to watch it. I'll figure, uh, yeah. Maybe. I'll Whatever. watch it eventually. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that the orange is the new black hype passed by, too. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, that went by a while ago, except I for know. the sags they're still into it the at the sags, sags and i don't know winning. why yeah because <laughs> no one likes the show anymore <laughs> like the last season was a, a little bit more interesting yeah it was fine but it's still the not, other ones but other shows are better now like that's just how it is yeah but i, I mean, still don't get why there's still potential hype when really nobody cares anymore. yeah i mean azuba aduba is greatest crazy eyes slash suzanne is that her character's yeah. name yes um but she's the only one that's ever nominated yeah, she is. And i'm like there's a million other women on their show and then switching gears to the supporting actors for dramas, we will definitely see David Harbour for Stranger Things, which makes more sense than Millie Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones, because he's always nominated, just like William H. Macy is always nominated. Justin Hartley for This Is Us, most likely. One of the kids from Stranger Things will have to be nominated. The I one that like. plays Will, that everybody screams about, Noah Schnapp. Right. And then, ooh, Nikolai coaster Waldo for Game of Thrones at Cersei's brother. So ooh. that'd be awesome. He I, He's never nominated, but he's always been fantastic on the show. So I hope that follows through. There you go. But those are definitely some names you'll be on the lookout for. And then finally, again, my favorite category is limited series slash TV movie. Last year, as everyone knows, I went to Big Little Lies for quite literally every single thing ever. And Twin Peaks revived, and everyone was obsessed with it when it was on. So expect Twin Peaks to be nominated. Same thing with American Crime Story. That came back. Ryan Murphy's show with Gianni Versace. That will absolutely be nominated as well. Kevin and I are both huge fans of Darren Chris, who played the murderer in Gianni Versace. So he is, like, at the top for the nomination picks, and he will most likely win. Oh, he will absolutely Emmy, win. Yeah. Emmy, because I don't recognize any of these other movies except Michael B. Jordan. He is going to star in Fahrenheit 451, which is the remake of Ray Bradbury's book by the same name. So I did not want to read that book. I had to read that book. I had to read it too. <laughs> but so. I will watch that too. Yes. I, yeah, I love Michael B. Jordan. But I'm very excited for Darren Chris because if he can't get an Emmy for Glee, then he might as well get one for playing a notorious serial killer. That's right. And then in our mini movie slash mini series actress lists, Jessica Biel leads the pack in The Sinner. She was nominated last year, I think. Yeah, she okay, was. so now that Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon are in the way for her, she and Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon, yeah, all she can get some them. love now. I feel Sarah, bad. Yeah, Sarah Paulson is still in the mix for American Horror Story Cult. I totally forgot about her character. I forgot that show was on. I did too. I really <laughs> forgot about this season. Yeah. Our lovely dear Laura Dern is nominated for, or might be nominated for a lead actress for The Tale. So maybe two years back-to-back wins for Emmys. That would be awesome that for Laura Dern. It's what she deserves. It is. We will also definitely see Penelope Cruz nominated for Versace as well. Could not understand her accent as Donatella Versace. However, she 
is always excellent no, no matter what she does. Laura Dern will also most likely be nominated for a movie slash mini TV show for supporting actors for Twin Peaks because she was in the original show as well and came back. And also our girl Nicole Kidman was in Top of the Lake China Girl. I've seen pictures. She's wears a gray huge wig. She plays an old lady. Oh, that's yes, right. yes. I, I couldn't think of it. I don't couldn't know, remember what it was. Don't know what it's about. But if Nicole Kidman's on made for another Emmy, that sounds good to me. <laughs> good to me. Oh, but did you see Billy Lord on this list for a second? <laughs> Number 13 for American wow. Horror Story Cult. I would love for Billy Lord to get an Emmy nomination. Again, forgot about the show mm-hmm. and forgot that the show happened in general. But now that we're talking about it, I would love for <laughs> Billy Lord and Sarah Paulson to get some Emmy love. And then to wrap up with supporting actor, we have Edgar Ramirez, who actually played Gianni Versace in the assassination of said character. <laughs> we have Michael Shannon, who was just in The Shape of Water, and he is starring alongside Michael B. Jordan in Fahrenheit 451. Michael Stuhlberg is in The Looming Tower, which is a mini movie or mini TV show slash movie. And he also was in, in Call everything. Me By Your Name, The Post, Shape of Water, Everything on Earth. Apparently. <laughs> and then Peter Sarsgaard, who is. Alex Skarsgård's brother or cousin, something like that? No, this is the one where it's oh, Peter Skarsgård and then Alex Skarsgård. It's a whole different thing, but I right. know who each of them are. But I know him, They're yes. the exact same to me as well. Never mind. I <laughs> she, thought she they literally were... pointed at the screen and goes, oh, I do know him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might be nominated for The Looming Tower, <laughs> and then Jeff Daniels might be for Godless. And possibly Ricky Martin, who played uh, Versace's lover on Versace. <laughs> yeah. So just, again, be on the lookout for those names. Actually, I'm excited for this year because I'm a fan of a lot of these actors and yeah. actresses. And it's a really nice mix, too. It is. There are some years where we love it when, like, a lot of people from the same shows are represented. Like last year, Big Little Lies. We yeah. loved everybody that was nominated. But sometimes it's nice to get into these years where it's, like, a complete smorgasbord. Right, so. and there's not too many. When a show has, like, a huge debut, like The Handmaid's Tale, for example, like, it'll definitely rack up some awards this year. But I don't think it – and it'll still probably be, like, the top – contender however i feel like there will be more chance for surprises and upsets and like other things and and now again now that veep's not nominated there's more room for comedy so it'll be very interesting to see and i am excited i am very excited too so we just kind of have to wait another (laughs) so so much long to go two and a half months so long for the noms and then like three years for Mm. the actual show (laughs) (laughs) and with that i think we're gonna wrap up this weekly pop yes sir so be on the lookout for next week when we do the same crazy stuff that we do every single week and also go see michelle williams parts in i feel pretty if she's on screen feel free to leave get some popcorn or whatever then go back in use the restroom (laughs) take care of yourself really whatever you need to do just make up those like time markers when she comes on screen for weekly pop i'm kevin schwaller and i'm emma See you here next week.